guess what? People love to give referrals and feedback on things, but they love to give referrals that make them look smart and good. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to get your group noticed on social media. Hey, if we're going to get our group noticed, guess what's going to happen? They're going to notice us, they're going to join our communities, and our communities are going to grow. So this is part of our grow part of the whole framework for engaged groups. Here's the thing. There's a lot of groups out there. There's a lot of communities out there. Yours might be one of thousands. Yours might be one of hundreds. Yours might be one of a handful that cover the topic that you cover. But the difference is how things get covered in your group or the level of fun or the level of support or the level of compassion and empathy and boundaries and also the level of protection that people feel in your group. There have been a lot of groups where people didn't feel protected. Something happened and the leader didn't step up. And so they weren't protected and they didn't feel good. It didn't feel like a good place for them. And so they left, rightfully so, right? You think of your Facebook group or you think of your community as a dinner party at your house, okay? This is an analogy I love to use all the time. There are certain things that I would put up with in my house, and there are a lot of things that I will not put up with in my home. You know, I protect the people I invite to my home. I expect everyone to treat each other well. I expect no one to start fights or start controversy or, you know, start selling to people in my, in my, at my dinner party. But I also want my dinner parties to be fun. And I think that you want the same. Yes. I mean, you want your group to be talked about like in such a positive light when you're not around or when you are around. And so some entrepreneurs really don't think about this part of their group. They don't think about their group as a dinner party. They think about their group as an asset and numbers. And the more numbers we have, the better. And that's not necessarily true. Okay. So don't think that you need 10,000 people in a group to be successful. I launched a membership, had 97 people join and made 11,000 that month. And my membership, my group was 280 people and I got 97 people to join. So look, you don't need the big, big numbers, but we do need to grow our group. When we grow our group, we get more people coming in, fresh energy, fresh ideas, fresh questions that actually engages the group, brings more people to engage. They ask questions, they connect with others, they get to know each other. So sometimes when your group is even getting quiet, it's time to start adding more people to your group, maybe doing something to grow that group because the energy that those new people bring is really vital to bring more people into not only grow, but engage, re-engage the group. Okay, so now let's talk about something. Why, I want you to think about this. Why should someone join your community? Okay, why should they? And I don't mean to this to sound rude, but I really want you to get the, why should I? You know, because the answer that some people will give, especially if you're like, you know, a six-year-old, the answer is because. 
But that is not the answer for this, right? It's not because, but why? Is your group more fun? Does your group have leading edge news and industry talk? And are they full of compassion? Do they protect their people? Do they feel good? Is it a community where the leaders' values match theirs? Is it a community where the leader steps up and protects its people? Or is the group just like sitting there and you're letting people spam all the time and you're letting people just do whatever or treat each other poorly? I've seen it happen many times, but why would someone want to join your group? So think about the ways that your group is different. But also one thing you could do is join similar groups to your group. I had my client, Lynn, do this. Lynn works with entrepreneurs, no, not entrepreneurs. Lynn works with C-level execs. I'm so used to saying entrepreneurs. She works with C-level executives and their leadership, but women, strictly women and their leadership. And Lynn was you know, starting to get her Facebook group off the ground. She was getting ready to launch it. And I gave her this piece of homework. I said, join these groups, figure out what you love and figure out what you don't love about these groups. And when she reported back to me, it made me laugh because it was not the answer I was expecting, but I should have known. And she said, Sandra, the groups that I joined were so boring. They were so boring. And the the techniques they were teaching them were so old and outdated and not getting people results. And I said, you know what? This is the best news you will ever hear for yourself. (laughs) If you can make your, your group and your business for that matter, be the opposite of these boring groups, people are going to want to come in and join yours. Okay. For some of you, it may not be that. Maybe uh, your competitors do have fun groups. How else can you make it more fun? Can you add games? Can you add little surprises? Can you do um, what I call a coffee chat so everyone gets on Zoom and you just have an open mic kind of unmuted, casual conversation, whether you're drinking coffee, tea, wine, beer, whatever, I don't care, but just to have like that kind of dinner table discussion over Zoom. And it doesn't have to even stream into your group. But for Lynn, it was really obvious that all she needed to do was get to get her group going and make it more fun for them. Give them the strategies of these other groups and we're not doing. And that alone will make her stand out. And why do you want to stand out? Why do you want your group to stand out? Well, you want your group to stand out because you want your group to be the go-to group for that community. You want to build that loyal following and keep your group warm. And you want to have those, like attract those people that you want to work with. And the people that you want to work with want to see something new and exciting, or maybe the people you want to work with want to just know that they're, they're protected and that you're going to support them and that you're going to be there for them you know, it's something that happens in the online world is that people will invite people into their community and then they're never there to answer any questions or they only pop in when they have something to promote. That's not what we're going to do. We're going to be compassionate and loving to the people in our communities. Okay, so we talked about how to stand out. We talked about why you want to stand out. 
Now let's talk about why this is an important part to your group, to your group growth, okay? It's not the only part to growing your group or your community, but it is a big part. This part of growing your group is more because your group stands out more than others and others will refer you, others will refer their people to your group. The more people in your group will reach out to you as the expert. So when your group stands out, when it's different, when it's got like a little bit of an edge to it, when it's teaching things that are giving people results, guess what? People love to give referrals and feedback on things, but they love to give referrals that make them look smart and good. And when your group is getting them results or um, your group is fun or your group is giving them the things that other groups aren't giving them, then they're going to be like, hey, look how smart I am. I'm in this group and it's awesome and you should join too. And then everyone's going to be like, thank you for joining. Letting me know about this group. It's great. That's what happens. I mean, every time, think about every time you've ever given a referral, it's because A, you like the product or service, but also it's, you know, you feel good about giving this referral because it, it makes you look good. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. So get your group notice on social media by doing, being a little bit different. Zig when everyone's zagging. Go out there and promote your group. Maybe have some fun. My client, Wendy, teaches mem her members how to, um, so Wendy's really interesting. She like has this like MBA and she's, I believe, a sex therapist and she does financial work. And when you combine them together, she teaches women how to feel really like sexy about their money. Okay. And we were on a call and I said to her, you know, there's something about your group, Wendy, that is very different from all the other groups. And this is like your business and your group. And so we decided to add a tagline to her group name. And the tagline was not your average financial group, not your typical financial Facebook group. <laughs> and it's true. And just having that tagline, because it's very true for her in her Facebook group is going to make a big difference. We just started doing that. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something out of this one. Next time, we're going to look at how to get your first 1,000 group members. Bye.